0: You're listening to Path to Empowerment, a podcast to help you connect your intuition, gain confidence, and light your path in life. Join me, your host and empowerment soul coach, Sydney, as we journey together through this wild ride called life. Tune in for discussions on healing, growth, authenticity, and so much more. It's time to light your path. It's time to be empowered. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Path to Empowerment. Today, I am joined by embodiment coach Tala Mutadi. Tala is a medicine woman with a rebellious wild heart. Passionate about helping women strengthen their relationship to their bodies and selves through various healing modalities, she is here to help you access your innate wisdom and power. As a journalist, using listening and storytelling as a form of medicine keeping and living as an intuitive empath, Tala is able to tune in to the subtle energies and channel the wisdom and medicine to help you live life in a way that nourishes your soul and all creation. Welcome, Tala. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my God, thank you so much, Sydney, for welcoming me onto your podcast, allowing me to share the message and the beauty with the world. Oh well I have to. I mean, you know, you're so active on Instagram and I I know that's such a big platform for you, but I just I knew you needed to come on the podcast because my listeners are just going to like eat this episode up. I can tell already that this is going to be a really powerful and transformational episode. So I'm so excited. Um, I know I gave you just that quick intro, but for people who might not know who you are, do you want to give us just a little bit of your backstory, kind of talking about your own path to empowerment that led you to become this embodiment coach and the wonderful person that you are today?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you.
0: So As you know, I studied journalism, so I have a
1: deep appreciation for human stories, and I understand that listening to people's stories can bring a lot of medicine for us, and uh, so let me tell you my story. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, Growing up, I have never felt like I belonged in my home country. I was born and raised in Amman, Jordan, and... um, I struggled growing up. I never felt like I connect with other people and I also started to growing up with all the social standards that we have for women. I had like body image issues. I had, I struggled with depression and I had sisterhood betrayals and, you know, school was such an initiation for me as it is for so many people. And so Growing up, I struggled with uh, self-harm and I was just like completely de- neglecting myself. And that also stayed with me until in my college years when I moved to Canada. Second year in Canada, I had my spiritual awakening because my soul was like, okay, you are completely neglecting yourself. You're completely let go. You're not become, you're not being who you truly are. And you're not shining your light. And that's being destructive to the world because I'm adding that inauthenticity to the world. And so with substance dependency at the time, my soul was like, okay, you're going to have a big ego death experience where your life is going to be shook. And you're going to see everything that you could not see before about yourself and about your actions. And then you're going to be like, okay, what the hell was I doing? (laughs) What? What the hell am I doing? And it was just like this. It was like this when I was like, whoa, I became aware of my humanity and how I was wasting it and how I was here for a purpose and how I should stay devoted to that. And from that day, I kid you not, I started doing yoga. I started doing meditation. I started journaling and going out into nature, and that was my path into uh, understanding myself more, underst- integrating the past experiences because that's all the pain that we hold. That's the depression. That's the anxiety. It's all these experiences that we had that were not integrated. So I had the time to integrate those and find safety in the feminine, and then invited the masculine, which is what I'm doing. I've been doing the past two years.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that so much. And you know what? Like, just like the way you describe your story, because, you know, everybody's on their own unique path, but there is often a lot of overlap and we can see pieces of ourselves and others. And I think that, you know, myself, along with many others, can see a lot of their own stories in yours. Um, But I really, really appreciated how you phrased like your spiritual awakening, talking about how you were neglecting yourself, because that is. Absolutely, what happens, you know, when we're having these really low moments and we almost feel consumed by, you know, the depression, the anxiety, this fear, guilt, burden, whatever. It's a big weight that we carry, and we don't realize that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we are just simply not allowing ourselves to live fully as we are. So, thank you for stepping into this space and being a, a role model for everybody. And the way you pulled it in directly to where you knew we were going to be talking about today, talking about that masculine and feminine energy. Um, I think just to kind of start us off, I want to talk about uh, the feminine energy first, because you did have some wounds growing up that, uh, you know, you kind of had to heal and work through. So what was it like at first reconnecting with that feminine side and realizing that like, yeah, you know, it's okay to have emotions. That's completely natural. Let's dive into that. (laughs)
1: Oh my god. It was not easy, let me tell you, because I am a very, very sensitive person. And like, even now, as I'm opening up more and more, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sensitive. What more do I have to feel? Like, what the? Oh my god. (laughs) But, you know, it takes so much courage to choose the path of opening up to healing the feminine energy. And my way of connecting with it was through through the colors, colors, the color pink specifically, I invited that back into my life because, um, I shared this on my story, but I'm going to share this with you guys here. But growing up, I, my room was all pink. Everything that I owned was all pink, like literally from the ground to, to the ceiling, from like my socks up to my hair was pink. Everything I own was pink. But then after, you know, so going into society and having all these hard experiences and having my femininity and my own unique expression of femininity be rejected by society and having all these um habits of comparison that i had that allowed me that made me feel disconnected from my own femininity um i ended up changing my room all black all black guys and that's that's there's beauty in black because that's the color of protection right that's the also because they're very royal but but i was like closing my heart i closed my heart out Mm -hmm. so when i healed now you can see like it's very bright it's very colorful
0: i love it it looks so beautiful
1: (laughs) so yeah it was through roses it was through journaling getting my thoughts out there, making space for my own emotions, and it's, it starts with you. Honestly, if you can't find safety with other people, that's okay. You can start with, your, with yourself by looking in the mirror, doing mirror work practices, eye gazing. If that's too hard for you at the beginning, you can journal, write down your thoughts, your emotions, Um, discover who you are. You can discover your thoughts, your emotions about All the experiences about everything and there is no shame there is no right or wrong about how you feel about something that's just how you feel about it and that's okay (laughs) so allow yourself to see how you feel about things so you get to know yourself and that's going to be your path to opening up more of your emotions because your body's going to be like oh yeah i'm okay it's okay for me to feel this way okay so here's what i feel right now and here's how i feel right now
0: and it's going to communicate more and more to you I love that so, so much. And, you know, it's so much easier said than done. So I appreciate your authenticity as well coming forward and, you know, talk about how it it can be a struggle. Um, But, you know, as we're talking about the feminine energy, the one thing that I just I have to bring up because it's sticking out in my mind. And this is something that I very much appreciate about you, because I'm at a point where um, I have lived like my whole life in the masculine. So I am just now at the point where I'm like, okay, let's dive into emotions, because, you know, as a highly sensitive person, as an Empath, like I've been surrounded by emotions my whole life. And it wasn't until, yeah, like the last, you know, eight years or so that I really figured out how to deal with that. But I'm just now allowing myself to step into that feminine space again. And one of the things that I really love about you, and it's kind of inspired me to start doing this at home as well, is your dancing. Every time I see you, you are dancing. (laughs) You are dancing on this call. You are dancing at the like wellness fairs that I see you at. You're dancing on Instagram. So how have you used dance as a way? Because it's, it's so powerful. How have you used that to like, it's not even the feminine energy at that point. It's just like, it's a a sense of being, but how have you used dance to flow through emotions? Because I know that's what I've started to do now where, you know, if the emotions are getting, um, what I would call to be overwhelming and it's just kind of taking over, how do you use dance to flow through that? Oh, that is such a beautiful question. And I
1: want to say thank you for asking it. But I also want to say congratulations on choosing the path of welcoming more of your femininity online. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dancing is a huge part of my healing process. And honestly, the way that I use dancing and connecting with my emotions and with my feminine energy is through connecting. So I connect with the element of water right? It's fluid. And so in my dancing, I try to make my movement as fluid as possible. So I create weights with my fingers, maybe with my hand, maybe with my entire arm. And then slowly, it's, it's going to slowly move into the entire body like you can use. And then it's just going to slowly become like like a natural process because the water is already inside of you, right? All you have to do is just like breathe into it and allow it to come out. And the water holds your emotions too, and you can do it intentionally if you're creating a ceremony where you want to connect with in your anger, where you want to connect with your shame, with your guilt, with your fear, with even with your pleasure, with your joy, with your happiness, that you can, can, it's not, we don't have to always heal through the darker emotions. We can also heal through the happier, how lighter emotions. That's what I've been learning.
0: Yes. And
1: so that's why I love dancing. Cause it's,
0: it brings that pleasure element too. Absolutely. And yeah, you know what? Cause we, we will get to the anger piece in a second cuz i know you brought that up but just even you talking about you know being able to work through those good emotions too and i've noticed this being a really really big theme for a lot of people lately um where you know you might have parts of your life where it's kind of like oh you know things are going a little too well i guess i better prepare myself for when things go poorly or you know we're we're almost as a society i feel like we're almost scared to really um, like appreciate and express like very deep gratitude for abundance that we have in our lives like it's so hard for people to i find develop gratitude practices for even like the little things so yeah when we're talking about these really happy moments like you know even just you mentioning with dance right being able to use this as a way to, flow through these overwhelmingly positive emotions like when i uh because you know my fear of dancing was always from you know scared of judgment from others which i'm working through but one of the best moments that i had was at my friend's wedding last year um it was a big uh big wedding it was um like an indian wedding so there were like three four hundred (laughs) people and it they are not afraid of the dance floor. Let me tell you, like they get right in there. So I'm standing by the side of the wall. I'm like, you guys go, go have fun. But, um, the groom who was a a friend of ours, um, his cousin pulled me right into the circle and she was showing me some of the moves and we were dancing and it just felt so good to be in that space. So I really appreciate you bringing that forward. Um, but yeah, you had mentioned as well, that uh it can be a way to you know move through things like anger and this is a perfect segue to talk about what i want to bring up next which is it's kind of a, a duality it's how you are now learning to embrace and connect with the masculine energy and how anger plays a role in that because i find like i let's let's actually let's talk about the anger piece specifically because what i've noticed a lot of is when people are talking about tapping into their emotions and even if we go into, you know, sitting with the more uncomfortable, messy emotions, um, we still really only seem to focus on like stress and fear and depression and sadness. We don't ever really talk about anger and the role that it plays because it's there. It's part of the human experience. It serves a purpose. So how has anger shown up for you lately and how has that journey been? (laughs) <laughs> what a question, I know. <laughs> what a question. Oh my god,
1: I don't even know where to start. Let me take a second to breathe in.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, anger. Honestly, I have felt so disconnected from my anger growing up because as a woman, um we're taught to be good girls, right? We're taught to be to smile to be caring for others, to be open for everyone, and just be happy, (laughs) right? you're, you're, You're not allowed to express that deep anger inside of you. It's very foreign, and the patriarchy has created that system for us, so like many other women, I could not connect to my anger, which has led me to be feeling disconnected with to my own passion because I felt for a long time I couldn't dream or I couldn't have the drive to do something that I wanted. I was like, and that was what that's what created the depression for me because there was nothing that I was passionate about, so I was like, what's the point anyway if I can't feel passionate about anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, so connecting with my anger has really helped me find my passion. Uh, heal my depression. Um, take actions. Set boundaries. Um, setting boundaries is a big one because we fear anger because it's it creates big changes. It's not you don't mess with fire. It's a fire emotion. Yes. you don't mess with fire. We've seen the wildfire fires around. They're destructive. So you want to be careful, but they're needed. We all know that we sometimes we light them up. We create in controlled environments because that's the natural process. They're needed. But sometimes we get so scared of that, so we don't even do it. And that creates even more destruction anyways. So you're already, you're not helping yourself. Do you want destruction that's going to help you bring more of what you want? Or do you want destruction that's going to bring more chaos? Because that's the power of intention with you working with your anger and allowing yourself to express it. Mm -hmm. And so now connecting, uh, connecting Mm -hmm. that with the masculine energy, the way that I was able to connect with my anger was through connecting to my own masculine energy. Because the masculine was the part of me that was allowed Mm -hmm. to express that emotion too. So it felt, it felt safe to connect first with the masculine to then collect me. Allow me to connect to the anger. <sighs> and do you want to know what your gateway to, to the masculine is? Tell us. <laughs> Tell us. It's the safety. <laughs> it's the safety. It's the safety in yourself. It's the self-trust that you build when you're doing your feminine reclamation work mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because first you want to focus on this, the who you are, at your essence. And then you want to focus on your opposite, I would say. Uh, and you know what that is for you? Yes, yes. So yeah, connecting with anger can be a very powerful tool for us to create changes in our own personal lives and to create changes in the in the collective.
0: Yes, yeah, and uh, again, like I, this is why I wanted you on because you just you have such a beautiful way of sharing. A, a story with people and the way that you describe it where you were talking about you know like anger is fire and fire is destructive but we can do so in controlled environments right and i think this is such a, a valid point that really needs to be emphasized because i know even when i'm talking with my own clients about anger and honestly even having to have this conversation with myself at times we get so blinded by this destructiveness that is associated with anger that we forget that you know there's often going to be destruction anyway and we hold the power right it's our body it's our emotions we can allow the anger to come through but we can control how we want to use it how we want to let this anger guide us because it is showing up for a reason and boundaries are such a brilliant example of that so just for yourself like when you were going on this journey. what were some of the ways that you learned to express your anger? Uh, because again, I think people are just so blinded by the destruction piece that they forget that there's a lot of passion and drive behind it. Mm-hmm. And you did a really good Instagram video about it uh, where you were talking about how you release anger and how you let that drive you and motivate you. so what does what does that look like for you? and how was it uh, like the first couple times that you were like, "Yeah, you know what, I'm not gonna shove this down anymore. i'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. We're gonna see where this takes me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my god, it's an exciting it's an unexpected journey, let me tell you. It's it's very unexpected because you go
1: in and you're gonna be expecting, I'm gonna be connecting with my anger, so I'm gonna be very very uncomfortable. And it is. But I also learned through um Taoist teachings that pain is our pathway to pleasure too. So they're connected, they're the same thread so we can't separate so if you i want to connect with my pleasure and with my passion again i'm gonna connect with my anger i'm gonna connect with the uncomfortable (sighs) so what i do to connect and to express my anger is through my breath sometimes i just i want to call it in because sometimes you you're like oh but i don't have the i don't want to i oh sorry let me rephrase that i don't have the time to create the container, or I don't, I don't know what's the perfect time for me to express my anger. Mm. Or it sometimes it just happens and I don't know, but you can call it in. It doesn't have to just come out of nowhere. It doesn't have, you don't have to wait for it to burst out of you. You can call it in so it doesn't come in as destructive. Cause that's another thing. The more you practice releasing anger, the more it less, the less destructive it is because you're not. Printing it all up and creating this big ball of energy that's just like gonna be like explode like a volcano, right? Yes. Um, so calling it in with your breath, like the fire breath, like dragon breath. Um, just like naturally breathing very strongly with your stomach is gonna make you feel activated. Just do it right now. Let's take a few like just three deep breaths. Yeah. See <laughs> yeah. that. See the difference. Like, all right, one, two, three
0: do you feel activated like in your absolutely yeah like the movement it just it gets you there you know
1: the second, and when you're doing it with an intention of like, okay, I'm calling in the fire emotion, I'm calling in the uh, the anger, and you can you can use visualizations to help you here. You can use sensations to help you here. You can use memory, whatever it is that helps you. you can look at images if that's something. <laughs> whatever it yeah, it's you, you can write down about it and look at your journal and like, I'm angry about this. Um, what else? Um punching pillows is my favorite is my favorite way cuz i used to do kickboxing and i'm going back into it um
0: kickboxing martial arts is a good way honestly martial arts like i i did it years ago and um i didn't really have as much of an appreciation for it at the time but in hindsight it was so great like I, uh, so it's really funny because my mom, um, she has a way of, I think, channeling her anger. And it's funny because it comes out in like very quirky ways. She gets very competitive in games and stuff like that. And she, like, she used to play ping pong when she was growing up and she would just whack the ball over (laughs) at the other person. Like she would get right into it. And I never quite understood when she was talking about it cause I don't get that way with games, but I did, I took a, a martial arts class. I, I was doing Muay Thai and I did this like really amazing like punch and I like Really, like, knocked the guy over who I was working against, oh my god. and I was like, "That felt so good." Like, <laughs> again, controlled space, you know, but there was something to be said about that practice. So, uh, I think you and I will have to take those classes together. But oh my god, yeah, yes. martial arts absolutely is such a great way to release that anger.
1: Actually, that does remind me of something that I forgot to mention in my story. Um... Uh, when I did Martin, when I did kickboxing, I was in high school, and that was the first time I was c- consciously choosing to work with my masculine energy. I hadn't had my spiritual awakening yet. I didn't consciously understand that. That's exactly what I'm healing. Yeah. But that was the first time I was connecting with my healthy masculine, and. It activated the activism in me because that's the time I got into women's activism and learning about women's issues. And that's the reason I chose to go into journalism and women's studies. And that's the, what paved my path. And like journalism brought me into storytelling and learning about more about the world. And that brought me to my spiritual awakening and to the
0: message. That mass- is so beautiful. It, like, it came just like full circle. That is such a, an incredible story. I love that.
1: Yeah, right. You reminded me. Thank you for reminding me of it again, again, again.
0: (laughs) That's why I'm inviting
1: the masculine and like uh, the kickboxing again, because I want to connect. I had an injury, that's why I couldn't. I had to stop.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, But I really feel like my soul wants this again, because it was. When you're punching something, you're shaking your entire body, and we're going, You might, you know, you can do the shakes by yourself, but when you're doing, when you're punching something, it's also very satisfying because you can feel the change in something else outside of you. Um, you can do the same thing with the pillows on the ground. You can just stump. If you're on the basement,
0: please do it. <laughs> or, or if you're outside. If you have downstairs neighbor, please be mindful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Controlled environment, right? Controlled Just as you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can stomp on the ground. You can, you anything. Poetry. Poetry. Yes. Um, my beautiful friend, Emma. Yeah, I I, I, believe I know was-
0: Emma. You, like, you know <laughs> She's Emma. She's been on the podcast, too. We on- love her.
1: yes she would tell you oh I'm going to uh the wild side retreat by her on the weekend so
0: yes Yes. (laughs) I really want to go to that so badly but I already have commitments this weekend so I wasn't able to make it but we'll have to have maybe the both of you back from the facilitators perspective and from the attendees perspective of what that retreat was like
1: (laughs) that sounds incredible yes yes to more expression and that's exactly like poetry i love that she's connected to poetry as well as well because the way that you're speaking your voice i i'm studying uh sound therapeutic sound and i can tell you that your voice like it's not just your breath it's your voice it can it holds energy yes look how i'm talking right now when i'm happy look how i'm talking right now when i'm freaking angry You can see the energy. You can Mm -hmm. see, and it's expressive. You can let it go like that. Don't scream at other people. You can scream into the pillow, right? You can (laughs) yell at, you can, you can, I don't know, get a stuffed animal, scream at it. Just, you can grab a picture, scream at that person. You can, like, release in a safe space where you're not bringing harm to others. That's the point. We don't want to bring harm to the world we're creating cr- we're crumbling we're creating destruction to the systems but we're not
0: creating destruction in the for the for destruction for the sake of destruction exactly yes and i think that's such an important piece right is recognizing that the destruction is something that does have to happen but we have the choice we get to decide whether we want to harm society with it and and project that onto others or if we understand that this is something that we need to work through and if we're going to do that in again that controlled space right so yeah. i i love that so much and i think just cuz i know we're like nearing the end of our time here but um i think just as a way to kind of round everything off um because I've talked in the past about the feminine and the masculine energies, so all the listeners are are very clear on what that looks like. Um, but I guess just maybe some like tips and tricks, you know, for people who have listened and they really felt that passion behind this conversation, and they're maybe just starting their own journeys to explore these feminine and masculine energies. What advice do you have for people who are just embarking on this journey? Hmm.
1: All right, beauties, welcome to the world of complete feeling. <laughs> Honestly, <Deep> aliveness, <laughs> magic is gonna come to your world, and it's not an easy path, but it's a worth. It's so worthy, so worthy of your devotion, because you're gonna receive so much from it, and you're gonna grow so much from it. And the way you can do that. I'm going to say the easiest step for everyone, whether you're a male or a female, whether who you are, where you are in your journey, I always say dancing and journaling. Yes. That's- dancing and journaling. Get your mind and get your body. Mind, body, and feel. That's it. Mind, body, and spirit. That's it. Oh, you got the
0: three of them. That's it. Honestly, like that's... Truly, the best advice that you could give because that's like the perfect balance, right? You know, we've got mind body soul connection talked about all the time, but journaling and dancing, like those are really great ways to have that experience in a very beautiful way. So, thank you so, so much. I know. Like, I have goosebumps. I've had goosebumps this entire conversation, and I absolutely could have you on to talk for hours. Like, we have so much that we could discuss. Uh, I'll definitely have to have you back. Um, but for the listeners who really, really resonated with you, I'm going to link your Instagram and website in the bio, um, and that's where they'll be able to work with you because you do offer one on one, like coaching sessions. You have a couple different types uh, available on your website for people to explore. and honestly like check out her Instagram everybody because just magic like that's if I could describe it in one word it's magic every time I hop on Instagram and I see your face (laughs) whether you're talking about like anger or like you're at an event because you also do photography. So uh, you've been at some events doing photography and like just everything you do is with so much passion and it comes through so clearly that it really is inspiring to so many others. So thank you very much for coming on the show. And I hope that we can definitely have you back on at a later date.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's been an honor to have met you and connect with you thank you so much for inviting me thank you to all the listeners for tuning in and for wanting to work on yourselves and wanting to connect and learn um thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i so much so much gratitude right now so much
0: you've been listening to path to empowerment with your empowerment soul coach sydney morrison Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Go Light Your Path, as well as on my website, LightYourPath.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it and rate it and I'll see you in next week's episode.